Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello, passionate listeners and watchers. Welcome to Passion Harvest. I am Louisa, your host. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you are in the world right now. Our guest today is Yannicka Oynes. Yannicka Oynes teaches spiritual wisdom. Yannicka helps bridge the gap between metaphysics, spirituality and personal growth so that so that we can uncover the deeper truth of why we are here and what we have the potential to become. Yannicka is the founder of Wisdom from North, a Nordic platform for spiritual growth and personal development. She has an incredible YouTube channel like Passion Harvest, and she interviews thought leaders across the globe. This is her story, and this is her passion. Yannicka Oynes, welcome to Passion Harvest. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor, honor to be here, and I love your show as well. And I'm I love doing- your show. <laughs> We're both doing interviews, so oh. I'm I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Well, you, I was having a look at your website and all the interviews that you do, but I'd love for the audience, the Passion Harvest audience, if you don't mind explaining what is a cosmic blueprint. Oh, right. Yes. The thing is, I've interviewed over 400 thought leaders and or spiritual teachers or authors and visionaries. And one of them uh, is called Sita Piquet. And she speaks about cosmic blueprint. Uh, and we actually have made a course uh, with her mastering your cosmic blueprint. So she's really the expert on what that is, but I've been very curious about it myself. The way I understand it is that we really have sort of a blueprint before we come down uh, to this planet, that there are certain things we agree on uh, before, like a pre-birth plan. And mm-hmm. Robert Swartz also speaks about this. Uh, he is also a teacher I collaborate with, and he has uh, written Your Soul's Plan, Your Soul's Gift. Uh, and he is a hypnotherapist who has been regressing people back to the in-between lives. And there he speaks about that we do make um, a very specific plan actually before we come down here Uh, but of course the story is varies a bit so what is the cosmic blueprint but to me it is sort of a a purpose that you're you're having an intention to fulfill to me it's also soul themes that we decide on certain soul themes that we are going to explore and experience and learn from Uh, And a soul theme is a bit different than a purpose because a soul theme can be, for instance, to to learn how to love yourself more, uh, to, for instance, experience being the victim, to be able to be the victor. So you always are able to, you have the capacity to master your soul theme that is in your capacity. And as a soul, you might then, 
agree with your guides that you plan this with that hey i want to learn more about for instance um being a a pioneer like starting something from scratch that's something i want to learn about and then that is one of your soul themes so in the beginning you might get the opposite of that for that pioneer energy to grow and evolve within you and what i've learned is that you have three to five soul themes for instance so that is the themes that might be that thing that you feel is coming again and again back to your life like haven't i worked with this why is this coming again that is a typical soul theme and for me it has been self-love like i've been struggling so much with it 20 years ago when i was in a depression and i've come so far but it's still like a theme that comes back mm -hmm. to my life again and again but then you have a purpose and to me a purpose is more like an overall uh, a bigger thing like a direction you're moving towards uh, and that usually has to do with other people as well that your purpose has something to do with um being of service to humanity and being of service to each other uh, to others and also reaching a higher potential within yourself it's very complex in a way and i've got many perspectives into this but just to sum it all up it is sort of a plan that you made of things you're going to learn a potential you have uh, a way of helping humanity with your gifts and all that together and so much more <laughs> <laughs> you describe that so beautifully and I'm, I'm sure you get asked this question all the time what is my sole purpose but i think you kind of said it's the the, the themes that come up through your life it, for many it's overcoming fear and certainly self-love so i i guess if people ask you they would you would say or i would say from my perspective is what's showing up in your life and it's up to the individual to choose to remove themselves from victim mentality and be the victor i love it how you describe that um is there anything you like to expand on that of if someone said how do i find my sole purpose yeah this, what are the uh, themes sorry <laughs> yeah this is one of my favorite topics i actually yeah. have a event about it and a webinar and to me okay i'm going to make it simple first and then we can elaborate simple is good <laughs> yes <laughs> when you feel joy you are on purpose I don't know if you've seen the um, the um, the map of consciousness, the chart mm -hmm. of consciousness with David Hawkins, and oh, you see yeah. that yeah, all like he has a chart of different emotions, and then he shows that all different emotions vibrate on a different frequency, different hertz, and you have shame and guilt uh, on the bottom, and then you have the higher vibrational emotions like um peace love enlightenment and joy and joy is vibrating super high i think it's 500 hertz or so which is an expanded feeling and i realized this just intuitively because i started doing interviews like you're doing but i didn't make any money and i didn't know how to make this into something i could live from and people ask me what why are you continuing doing this you're not earning any money but i said but I've never felt so much joy in my life. How can this be wrong? 
And I trusted that feeling that if I'm feeling so much joy, there is something deep, something deeper going on. I am on track. How can I be not on track when I'm feeling flow and joy? So joy is such a, a great way to start finding your purpose. Like to me, I loved having interviews with people. I loved learning about metaphysics and spirituality, but I had never uh, known that that could be a purpose, that I was just interested in these topics. I thought I needed to be like a clairvoyant or an author in order to work with it. But it just unfolded because I trusted that this makes me feel joyful. So find out what you what makes you feel joyful. It can be the smallest thing and then start to go into that. And then go back to your childhood. What did you love to do? Because when we are children, we're in this natural state of play and we forget about the play what comes natural to you and we have like you know worksheets and everything where we ask you all these kinds of questions like what books makes you uh feel joyful what music do you listen to uh, what series on television do you watch and why what is it about that art piece what is so we go really deep and then you start to pinpoint what is it about or maybe it's about the magic i feel when i listen to that music oh and then you start to really understand yourself more so this is sort of the beginning that you get in touch with what you really are interested in and what your values are and what fills you up with joy and energy and then the work starts so then you know <laughs> Your comfort zone is like here and you understand that you need to expand your comfort zone because your purpose is outside your comfort zone. So we need to stretch ourselves and it should feel a bit scary as well. Not like super scary, but it should feel like, oh, I know this is so right, but it's so scary. Yeah. Then That's a hard one. That's a hard one. But then your, your comfort zone is expanding as well, right? So your soul wants you to grow. Your soul wants you to expand. So your purpose is not falling into your lap. And it's not in your, oh, this is so comfortable. I mean, I was super scared of doing webinars. I was super scared of everything I'm doing now. But I feel that this is my purpose. And now it feels more comfortable and a purpose can also expand. And the last thing I want to say is that it has two sides of it. It is for you to move into your deeper truth and speak your truth, be your truth. That's your purpose. It can be like going to Africa, you know, and there you were going to meet your soulmate. That can be a purpose or it can be something with vocation, what you're going to do, but it also will benefit somebody else or the planet. That's part of the purpose. So this is my perspective. And this is what has come sort of through in my life as I've been so struggling with finding my purpose. And intuitively, this is my take on it. I love that. We have so many parallels. Like I just feel like such a connection to you. But two things I just wanted to, important things you said in that, that it starts from within first and foremost. It's not looking outside of you 
for something to find your purpose. It has to start from within. Yes. Not looking for that job or the career or the lover or the house. It really has to start from within. And I've always found from myself as well, getting uncomfortable, I don't like it, but overcoming challenges, we're always rewarded. Yeah, we are. And it is that mastering feeling, that accomplishment feeling that you also get within. And you have the capacity to it. And if we're not moving there, we're not moving into our potential because growth doesn't really happen in your comfort zone because life is always changing. What is certain in life is change. That is the only constant is change. And if we're not moving, nothing is happening. So from my perspective, our soul wants us to continuously expand. And let's say that you've, you've uh, reached something amazing and you feel like you are on purpose. I don't think it's like, okay, now I'm just going to relax and do nothing because I reached like the summit or something, because then there is something new for you. So life will never stop giving you opportunities to just become more and more and more of who you are, because who we are is pretty big. <laughs> so can, can, can be if we choose. Yes. So the potential is always there to grow more and more and more. And that's just so beautiful. Thank you. You explained that so beautifully. I just have to talk about fear, the big one. What's your advice for people to overcome fear yeah i think sometimes it's easier when you've been really in a dark place uh, like i was uh, because then it's like okay i have nothing to lose anymore uh, i'm just going to go for this but because i was in a deep depression in my 20s and there it was just death like i didn't feel anything it was just gray i, I wasn't alive and when i felt fear i felt better than actually Nothing. <laughs> being depressed. Yeah, the apathy is for me to the worst thing, actually. Fear is better because there's more energy in that. Uh, but what I asked myself, because I was going to do a concert, I wanted to make a concert out of Kurt Weill songs because I'm a singer. This was many years ago. And I asked myself, okay, so I have a lot of fear here and I have a lot of joy just of, of the thought of it. So what if I do this for myself as a gift and only two people will come? I know because my mom and dad will show up. <laughs> <laughs> At least I do it for myself. And the joy feels grander and bigger than the fear right now. So I'm going to choose love and I'm going to choose joy. And I'm also going to see it as a gift to myself because I've been struggling so much with self-love. So this is a gift for me, showing myself how much I love myself. And I'm saying this because I bet there are many, especially women out there, because we seem to struggle more with self-confidence, uh, especially that who struggle with self-love, that what if you do it as a gift to yourself? to strengthen that self-love, not for everybody else, that you're going to shine for everybody else, but for you, do it for yourself. And fear is very natural because fear comes from our 
you know, reptile brain and it's very old, that part of us, and it wants to protect you. So it's not the enemy. It's not like, oh no, I feel fear. I should only feel joy. No, fear is part of us. Fear is there all the time or, or very often it is present, but it's really there to protect us and say, hey, I'm, I'm very scared because thousands of years ago, if you did this and you created that flower shop or stood on stage, uh, that was equal to doing something weird in the old days, um, you can be left outside the group and you can die, basically. So that mechanism comes in again, uh, even though it's thousands of years old. So we could meet that fear and say, hey, oh, I am fearful. Okay, I know you're just trying to protect me and that's great, but hey, I got it from here. I, I know this is important for me and it's okay that you're there, but I have to follow my joy. But thank you so much for being there and wanting to protect me. So we can go into a dialogue actually with the fear. You can even sit it in the other chair on the bed over there that I have <laughs> here and hey fear. So let's have a chat because then you sort of disidentify with it. It doesn't come become so consuming. Um, and we exist of so many parts of us, subpersonalities. And this is a technique that I've found very helpful uh, if I become jealous or if I become hesitant or whatever it is, I can put that subpersonality on the bed and start having a conversation and ask, what do you need? What is going on? What, what do you want to express? And usually I feel that I become more whole after that and not so run by my emotions anymore. That's so, such a beautiful way to express it. Um, I just love, give it as a gift to yourself, not, not for anyone else. That really changes everything. And, and, you know, people say all the time, love yourself, learn to love yourself. But I think you really capture it when you do it as a gift for yourself. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. I just wanted to briefly touch on depression for those people that are probably in a dark place and finding it very hard to move up the frequency scale or the map of consciousness that you spoke about. What advice would you give to those people to try and raise their uh, frequency or emotions? Yeah, depression is a complex thing. I was in a depression for two years uh, and two times as well. And um, it's, I'm, I'm still uh, reflecting upon what depression really is. A part of me uh, believes that it might have to do with that we suppress our desires and really our soul's calling and our soul's purpose, that <clears throat> we're not living in alignment with who we were meant to be. I think that is part of it because when we start to suppress our purpose and what wants to be birthed through us, uh, we start lying to ourselves and that needs to express itself somewhere or somehow because everything is energy. And if you have a creative part within you that you just keep pushing down and down and down, that energy needs to move somewhere. So that can move, be moved into uh, ailments or pains, physical pains in your body, even disease, it can 
develop into. Actually, I really believe that uh, mm -hmm. some people have fatigue. I think it's expressed in that or anxiety, or it can be expressed in external things like your boyfriend or girlfriend leaves you or you lose your jobs, you know, things like that, because your soul wants you to wake up to it. Uh, and this is also some uh, things I speak about in my webinars, the consequences of not following your purpose. So for those who are depressed, it might express itself in that way. That's one side of it. I also think it is a feeling of um, that things are useless, that you feel that no matter what I try to do, there is no use. I've tried this, I've tried that whatever situation all of a sudden you just feel it's useless and then that depression just overrides everything sort of a mechanism to protect you actually uh and the way out of it i don't think it is one simple answer to that i think there are many ways to roam and it really depends on uh, your individual journey and path and destiny and all that and your emotions and what you have been going through uh for me it was rooted in self-love and you know i'm not an expert on depression i just know what worked for me and for me i just realized that having been on stage ever since i was seven years old as a musical theater artist and then when i lost my voice when i was 20 i got nodules uh, i fell into the depression and I realized that I had been putting my value just on my performing self and not who I was. So I needed to start loving myself. So I started going into nature and the physical part really helped me. I know it's the last thing you want to do is to go out, put on makeup, uh, <laughs> go out jogging. <laughs> yeah, it is the last thing you want to do. But I started going out in nature and sat on a bench and had the sun shine on me. And I remember the sun was shining on my cheek and I was thinking, oh, that feels nice. Oh, it feels nice. That means that I must care a little bit about myself. Oh, maybe that's self-love. Like it was on that level. And then I started doing that more. Whatever worked, I started doing more. And then I started jogging and that was when it really started changing because the thoughts in my mind slowed down a bit. Uh, and I think physical activity is one of the best thing you can do, even if it is, like I said, the last thing you want to do, but it is so effective. Uh, and it sounds so, you know, silly, but ice baiting, it's amazing. Uh, exercising with friends. Uh, I just exercised with my friends, my girlfriends, and I, I'm just so clear in my head after ice baiting. I'm so clear in my head. I don't have a negative thought in my head after that. So all the physical stuff that you can do will help you get your uh, the chemicals in your body working much more. And that is the first thing that will help you. And then of course it is the thoughts that comes in the, in the mind. But those are also con connected to your uh, feelings. So if there are suppressed feelings and feelings haven't been really been felt, then that can just result into negative thoughts, which you are not aware of where, where are those coming from. And there, what I am now in the process of doing 
even more is inner child work. See if you can find a coach that is really good at inner child work, shadow work. So inner child work is really going back to your childhood and seeing what happened in my childhood um, that have made me suppress some emotions. Maybe it is my three-year-old that were yelled at, or maybe I cried as a three-year-old and I was told to shut my mouth. And after that, my parents always told me to not cry and just behave. And maybe you just suppress then your truth and your feelings and you felt your feelings doesn't, don't matter as an adult. My feelings don't matter. And that's not true, right? So you're lying to yourself. So this is a lengthy thing, but to sum it all up, physical activity, uh, nature, because that has a high vibration. And in depression, you have a low vibration. So nature will help you raise your vibration, being in the elements uh, and also inner child work. And I do suggest getting a coach that's very good at it. So she can or he can mirror you because just doing it for yourself can be a bit more challenging. Like, am I doing it right? And you can always also go some wrong paths there where you actually judge your inner child. And we don't want that. We want you to really come as the adult part of yourself, meeting that inner child that needs your attention. And that's where healing can start to work. I'm in the middle of it myself, taking another layer. When I was 11 years old, being Annie, and all of a sudden I had so much success and then nothing. And nobody were there to help me transition to become a, a, a youth. I just started eating and got eating disorders. <laughs> so that's part, that part, that's a part I'm working with now. So there's always layers. So yeah, that was, uh, that was my take on it today, I guess. Well, thank, thank you. Um, I just wanted to move on. I know you talk quite a bit about uh, meeting our future selves. Yeah. What, what, what does this entail and how, do, how does this work? I love that exercise. Uh, it somehow just came to me. So I made a meditation out of it to meet your future self. I look at it like this, that we have multiple futures uh, and that we have several life plans that we can choose from, which is part of this whole, you know, soul's plan, purpose, everything. But we do have multiple options, which quantum physics is all also showing us. But we have plans that are higher vibrational than others. Mm -hmm. And Robert Swartz speaks about this, like we have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, plan, yeah, etc. And plan A, let's say that that's the highest vibrational plan. And if you sort of reach that, you might be, you know, Buddha or Jesus or something like that in that state. Uh, and I don't think, you know, I don't feel that's my goal, but I would like to have a reach a plan sort of that is pretty high in vibration. So in that meditation, what we do is we meet uh, a high vibrational version of ourselves. So we sort of set that intention when we start the meditation. And then you just close your eyes and I guide you through it. And you visualize that you are meeting this, this higher version of you. And then you start to ask questions. And that's where the brilliance I feel comes in because this version of you do exist. 
I mean, in the big universe, it does exist because there's no such thing as time. One and of my favorite subjects. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, such a big topic. So quantum physics again shows us that everything exists. There are multiple universes. There can be multiple of you, multiple of me on other planets. So you can choose to meet that higher vibrational self. Ask it questions. Who do I need to become to attract that wonderful relationship? How is your finance um, situation? How are your relationships? How is your health? How did you become so healthy? And then start to receive answers to that higher version of yourself. It's really, really powerful. I love that. And you can almost align with that vibration once you've connected with that remembering in some way. Yes, definitely. I mean, that's part of the point that you're merging together and starting to feel how is it like to be my future self? How would my posture change? Uh, how would my energy change when I sort of put on that suit or, or energy? So yeah, it is powerful what we can do with our imagination and when we set an intention. And as you mentioned, there are multiple timelines that we can choose to probably walk on is the wrong word, but choose to follow. Yes. Yeah. So it gets really complex. So I don't really think we can understand. I think what at least I want to try to do is to live my highest vibrational plan and not lie to myself, but being in alignment with my heart and my joy, because I know I'm supposed to, I know that that is sort of my my goal and what my guides are cheering me, cheering me <laughs> on to do. And it's a bit scary and all that. Uncomfortable and sometimes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, but the details of it, I, I don't think we get before we move all, over to the other side. Yes. And I guess it's really, you get, get getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, that just came to me a thought, if, People have decisions to make, you know, people might have multiple decisions, whether it's about a career or all sorts of things, how there is no right choice. How do they make the most aligned choice? Well, there are many ways to, uh, many tools to use when you want to, or need to make a decision. I use dreams a lot. <laughs> I ask in my dreams, what is the right for me to do in this situation? And then the technique I'm actually using is I have a glass of water and I fill it up and I drink half of it. Then I ask the question, so what is the best in this situation? Please give me an answer in my dream and I will remember it when I wake up. And I say it three times. I will remember it. I will remember it. I will remember it. And I will understand the, the answer. And then I wake up and I drink the rest of the water. And the water is essential. I don't remember why when I learned this at the dream course, but it has something to do with that. It sort of becomes more intentional. And then see if you can remember that dream or it might pop up during the day uh, in a different way. So that's one way that I've been working with. Sometimes I've also been having two chairs again, sitting in one chair. This is this decision. Then how does that feel in my body, not in my head, but in my body. And then I move over to the other chair and I feel, how does that feel? Because our bodies are not lying. 
it's incredible how our bodies are speaking to us all the time. Like if you're in a bad relationship, the first thing that will let you know is your body. Like, are you tense? Maybe something happens in your stomach. Maybe you even lose weight or gain weight, or just there's a tension, heartbeat. Your body will tell you. You can really listen to your body to get the right, the right answers. And then I don't mean cravings and stuff like that, but listening like deeper, that those subtle things that is moving around in your body. And then you can ask, what does my heart say? What does my heart say? Because the heart knows the answer yeah and it's a matter of listening as well often we want it like we're having a conversation it doesn't always come in that way yeah I'm going to try all of that I mean I do but I'm particularly the water in the chair one I love that (laughs) yeah it is exciting because you get to know yourself on a deeper level and I've become so fascinated by my body the latest years like how my body so alive, there to serve me all the time. I've been putting so much attention here, but mm. it's, it's going on here. <laughs> I love that. It's a, really a new discovery for me, how, how important it is to be present in my body and how it really always lets me know how I am. And it's that awareness. I, I mean, it's fantastic as well, that, that, that awareness, that presence. Um, yeah. I just wanted to briefly touch on you talk you talk about empowerment and how you empowered yourself and I know you talked a little bit about this before I know you do empowerment talk about empowerment in steps would you mind just sharing your journey yeah. of empowerment or how to empower yourself to the audience yeah I've lived my life so much out of empowerment and even though it didn't look like that from the outside because I was a child star in Norway I felt so disempowered because I was just doing what everybody else told me to do and sing here and yeah, be there. And, and all the directors was sort of controlling me. So to me, to find that voice within that told me, Hey, I want to do this and then follow that no matter what other people thought about me, uh, that was really powerful. So when I'm speaking about empowerment, I'm really speaking about taking that power back, that soul power, because we give our power so much away to society, to, to what other people think, uh, to what our parents thinks we should do, uh, to television, to news, to opinions. But what about you? What about you? What about you? So taking the power back is really about also energy that we're not leaking energy out there but we're pulling in our energy and having our own inner anchor having boundaries like oh no you know i disagree with that no i i can't go today because i need to rest at home i feel i need to it's really taking care of your needs not everybody else's needs before your needs, but your needs first. So that is empowerment to me. And then I have something that's called a journey to empowerment. And this is my take sort of on the spiritual journey or the inner work that we're doing. Because what is our goal, right? When we're working on ourselves, is it to become enlightened? What, what is the goal? And to me, it's not to be enlightened anymore. It was 10 years ago, but now (laughs) it's really just to live a life full of joy and being in my own soul power. 
So then I realized that I had been moving through different phases in my journey. It started with actually an awakening. And I'm not speaking about an awakening in the terms of enlightenment. I'm speaking more about that you're waking up to, whoa, is there more to me? Wow, is there more to life? Is there not just birth to death and nothing more? Whoa, is there another side, another side of the veil? Does that really exist? Do I exist outside my body? Am I in the right relationship? Am I in the right job? You start to ask all these questions. It's, it's like waking up to, hey, this is my life. I want to live it on my terms. And then you move into awareness. So you start to become super inspired by everything you notice about yourself. You're, you start to pay attention to your thoughts. You start to learn all these tools and practices that we do in the spiritual work. Uh, you start to work with inner child work, maybe shadow work. So you make all these discoveries. You understand that you have a soul's calling. Maybe you don't know what it is yet, but you're so eager to do this work. <laughs> and this is like the phase where you might share with everybody, like, I finally found the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, you realize that there are many truths. It's not just you that found the truth. Um, it is that typical sort of new age, like, whoa, I, I found something new. And this is, of course, my journey. And there are many like variations of this, but you're sort of like, everything is new and you're discovering so much. And then you start to move into transformation where you've done so much work and you see that it starts to pay off. Like people, maybe your friends are noticing like, you're different, you're shining. They just want to be around you. Um, you also notice that things that you're thinking about is popping up, like your manifestation is work, working easier. And here you also are moving into your purpose. You start to live your dreams. You start to really manifest it. So this is the phase where a lot of things is changing. Maybe you are losing some friends because you have raised your vibration and the, you don't match anymore. And then you move into empowerment where you really are like, hey, this is my truth. I, you can disagree. I don't care that much because I know who I am. I'm connected to myself. I'm living really my, my truth here. And here's re really where you are a lighthouse for others and you shine your light and you live your purpose and you, you help others with what you do. Uh, and of course, from there, you just expand even from there. Like what I also speak about in my webinars is that where you have your deepest wounds is where you have your biggest strengths, because that is what you can teach others about. You cannot teach others about something you don't know. And I know something about self-love. I know something about purpose. I know something about being lost. And then I can be more of a guidance to others and share my story. So yeah, it is really like that. We live in a universe of duality and they do exist together. And, but I always think about that when you come into a dark room and you shine that candlelight, the light, the room will lit up. So the light always wins. Darkness never wins. Mm, beautiful. Yannicka, where's the best place for people to connect with you or find you? And I will put a link below in the show notes as well. 
Yeah, of course you can connect with me on YouTube. I have lots of interviews there and subscribe to my channel and that's totally free and it's called Wisdom from North. Or you can go into our website and find like free gifts I have for you, like the meditation, meet your future self. Uh, but the heart really of Wisdom from North is the membership where we have different teachers that have handpicked uh, and they do one new masterclass every month within different topics and we have inspirational calls together it's it's really a place for like-minded people to come together and walk the path together and to grow and it's a place where i where i feel at home and that i missed myself uh so i created it basically like a portal platform for spiritual growth uh so i would definitely check out wisdom from north membership if you really want that expansion and want to become more of who you are and you don't want to walk the path alone anymore. Well, I just, I just love what you're doing. And I think you're such a light worker and you're so passionate. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to share with the Passion Harvest audience that I haven't asked you today? Hmm. Let's see. Well, yeah, what comes to mind when you ask that was, Go within and ask, what do I need? What do I need? I think so often we think about what other people need. And within us, like I spoke about some personalities, there's so many inner children inside of us that need so many things that haven't been met. So this is a practice you can do is ask yourself, like close your eyes, what do I need right now? Maybe there's a six-year-old that pops up and says, says, I need to play. Yeah. Ask yourself what you need and start from there. Well, what a beautiful way to end the show. Yannika Onus. I hope I pronounced your surname correctly. No <laughs> Thank you <laughs> so why. much for being on Passion Harvest. It's really been so inspiring and passionate and delightful. And I've, I've loved it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was such a blast. Thank you for letting me share on your platform. And thank you so much for doing the wonderful work you're doing of shining your light and living your purpose and sharing this wonderful information. So keep on doing that. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening. And please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.